Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. What's up, everybody? This is Tom Miller, and I just uh, was on uh, my morning commute. I thought I would just check in with this really, really important message uh, for you. Uh, I love baseball, and I love coaching my son in baseball, and he's got his under-eight-year-old team, and, and last night we had uh, practice, and it was really cool to see just a couple of players after um, just a few practices really starting to take the instruction and the coaching to a whole new level. And here's, here's, you know, what I mean. There was this one particular player and you could just tell just by watching his feet and watching his movements and watching his intentionality of how he holds the ball, throws the ball and puts his feet around the base that he is coachable, right? Only after a couple of practices, he is, you know, showing this ability to be coached, right? And he's always affirming with me and, you know, checking like this coach, like this coach. I'm like, yep, you're doing a great job, buddy. And that's a, and that's a critical, critical skill that we have in life. And, and here's, and here's what I mean. When I was, when I was in my early twenties as a teacher, as an exceptional children's teacher, I, I wasn't very coachable. In fact, I pretty much thought I knew everything about teaching students with autism in my self-contained environment. I was the best at it. Uh, nobody could pretty much tell me what to do. Our class uh, rocked and it was very, very structured, even to the point where, you know, we had this great partnership with this organization called Teach. And they were they were fantastic, you know. They had so many resources and and tools, and then and then they came into my class, and then they gave me this whole lengthy feedback of what I was doing wrong and what I should be doing differently. Well, you all know how big my ego is, and and I pretty much said, yeah, that's a load of crap. They're not here every day. They don't know, right? And this went on and on and on. It wasn't just teach. It was it was my principal, and and then I, you know, then I, you know, uh, uh, you know, switch jobs and became a principal and, and I was in, you know, a, a doctoral program and all these other things. And, and so, so my, 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 my hunger to learn everything, right. Was, was insatiable, right. It was just, you know, I just wanted to learn. Now the issue that I realized is that because I was so hungry and because I was, so, you know, learning everything that whatever I was learning that week became the message of the week to my staff. And over time, what I was doing is I was actually burning out my staff and I was losing credibility because every single week when I was learning something in in an attempt to be coachable, right? Coachable in a sense by, you know, whatever I was reading or whatever I was seeing, I was actually creating disharmony between our, 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 our purpose, our vision, and our goals. And it wasn't until I started my own business and I started to really, really, really understand 
the power of not only just being coachable, but listening to one voice, right? You see, when I was a principal, I was, gosh, I was listening to, you know, whoever was was on the cover of the magazine because, you know, to me, they they were the expert. And it didn't necessarily matter whether or not it aligned specifically to what I had already been teaching the staff, right, or whatever we had already been implementing. It was just the latest shiny object, right? And I didn't realize at the time that I was dying or I was killing my staff from shiny object syndrome. So it's really important, right? It's really important to have clarity on who you learn from, why you learn from them. And then most importantly, it is critical that you do what they say to do. Now, recently, uh, one of my really, really good uh, uh, friends and colleagues, who's a who's a principal here in in Durham, and we were talking about how could there how could there be so many great leadership books? We were just going on and on and on about about the about the outstanding leadership books that we had read. And then he said, "You know, it's kind of interesting with all these great leadership books that are available. How come there's so many poor leaders?" <laughs> and I said, "Well." It's simple. People are reading the books, but they're not studying the books. They're not following what the author is telling them to do. They're not implementing exactly the framework that the author is teaching. They're not being coachable. They're not being good followers. Now, remember what I said when I was a teacher, I, right, wanted to learn a lot, but I wasn't necessarily listening to experts, right? I was, you know, I, the experts came into my classroom. The experts were the teach group. They were the experts, but I wasn't listening to them. I wasn't coachable by them. I was only listening to who I believed was the best resource. And unfortunately, the best resources ended up to be, you know, either what article, you know, showed up or that I had or whatever it may be, or just might have been my own ego. Now, when I was a principal, I used that same practice. I didn't necessarily have a, a guru, right? I didn't have somebody specifically like, yep, I'm going to read this book. This is our structure. And this is what I'm going to do. And we're only going to follow this. We're only going to follow this. That that was not the plan. <laughs> the plan was Tom was subscribing to whatever Tom could subscribe to and reading and go, oh, hey, listen, this great idea that I just heard. Let's do this. And my team was exhausted because everyone, oh, gosh, we just tried this other initiative. Now, when I became a business owner, I, I was still living by that same model. I was still living by a model of, of, of um, just what I thought, right? What are, you know, you know, what are the, you know, what are some key people out there saying? And I was consuming books like crazy, consuming, consuming content. They say, I got to go to network events. I got to network events. They say to do this, I did this, right? I mean, whatever they said to do, I did it. 
But you know what I didn't do? I didn't, I didn't take the time to study the framework around how I should be doing it. Like, for example, you know, John Maxwell has this 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. Now, I may have, you know, really bought into four or five. But what I didn't realize is what John is saying. He goes, no, 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 Tom. There's 21. <laughs> there's not five. You could do the five, but you're going to fail in the other 16. You see what I mean, everybody? There's 21. If there were, if there were 20, John would have wrote the 20 laws of irrefutable laws of leadership. <laughs> there's not. There's, there's a 21, right? Or, or the, the seven daily habits, right? I'm pretty good at one or two of the habits. The rest of them I'm not good at, so I didn't do, right? You can't, you can't only do part of the framework. If you do only part of the framework, you're only going to get part of the results. You're not going to get the whole results. And this is why, you know, and this is why I always say, you know, to folks when they ask me, what is the best education plan for, you know, students with disabilities or the best education plan for at-risk students or the best education plan for, you know, rural kids or the best education plan, you know, under, I'm like, and I always bring them in close, you know, like, like I'm going to give this amazing secret away. And I say, the plan you implement with fidelity, the plan everybody follows, the plan that you carry out all the way to finish. The plan that you that you that you train your people on. The plan that you measure the success of. In fact, I was just on a coaching call yesterday with a teacher and she's, you know, a brand new and I was asking about their education plan and I asked them about, well, you know, are there any programs that you use to help alignment because she's having you know, uh, troubles because she has to kind of create her own curriculum every day. And I was like, oh, you don't have like a structure plan? Oh, well, we, well, we, we did buy a program, but it was really, it was really just too hard. It just, you know, it didn't, it didn't come with all the pieces. And I was like, so you didn't buy all the pieces to the program? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Again. That is an example of not being coachable. You see, what you have to do to be really great under leadership, right? To, to be a really great leader, you have to be effective under leadership. You have to be able to take information, break it down and understand the framework, and step-by-step step follow through with that framework, and here's the kicker, everybody. You cannot give what you don't have. And if you haven't experienced it, if you yourself haven't followed the framework, or if you yourself haven't been trained, equipped, and experienced the framework, you are going to have a really difficult time in communicating and equipping the people under you. This is why it is absolutely critical 
that when you decide to follow somebody, follow somebody's framework, you want to make sure one, that person is more successful than you in that area. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's for your health, for your wealth, for your school improvement, you know, for your leadership, for your business building, whatever, it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, spiritual, faith, relationships, you want to make sure, number one, that that person is more successful than you are. And two, you want to be able to, you know, have the ability to ask them, you know, questions. Now, you know, you might not have direct access to to a, a mentor, right? Or to, you know, you, you know, someone like I do, I have, you know, direct access to John Maxwell and his uh, faculty of mentors, right? So I have the ability to every single week ask my mentor questions about implementing a framework. Now, you may not have that specifically. That's why it's even more important for you to consume, right? Consume and study everything that they have on that on that particular framework. Not everybody else's different advice on the framework. Find the best person on the framework. Take that book, right? Take that resource, take that training and study it over and over and over and over and over again. And when you're sick of studying, guess what? Do it over and over again. And stop, stop saying these two words. I know, or I know that. See, because to know and to not do is to really not know. So if you're saying, I've read that book, I'm going to ask you, well, how well are your results from implementing what that book taught you? If you say, oh, I went to that training, I'm going to ask you, how well, right, what results did you get from the implementation? And if they say, oh, I didn't get, you know, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. It's my, uh, it, just, it just didn't work. Well, why didn't it work? It didn't work because you didn't work it. You have to become a great follower if you want to be a great leader. You have to become coachable. I mean, it's amazing where, you know, people will uh, pay to be uh, in our programs and and they'll, and they'll pay for advice or they'll pay for, you know, coaching or, or they'll pay for consulting, like extreme amounts of money. And then they don't follow it. They don't follow the advice. It's like, I don't understand how you can pay me. Why would you contract with me? Like, well, I just, you know, I just, I just want to hear your thoughts. Okay, well, success leaves clues. <laughs> your results don't lie. So I want you to go back and really, really, really think about this, okay? Who are you learning from? Who are you learning from? And whoever that is, like, just stick to that voice. You want to make sure that they're more successful than you are in that area, okay? You want to make sure that they're more successful than you in that area. And you, and you want to make sure that you have some sort of access to them, right? What kind of access do you have to them? I mean, every, you know, guru in a sense is on, you know, Twitter and YouTube and podcasts like you want to you want to hear everything that they say about that topic and once you start mastering that topic then and only then can you start to supplement that with other experts and whatever that book tells you to do whatever that training tells you to do 
Do it. And don't do anything else. Don't do anything else until you have mastered that step. Then you go to the next step. Because you don't need to know all of the steps. (laughs) You don't need need to know how. How is not important. The only thing you need to know is what's my next step. And, and every time you hear yourself go to say, I know that, change your question. How well do I do that? Am I coachable? Am, am I listening? Am I following the advice of people who are more successful than me? It wasn't until then and only then that I started to see my business grow. My relationships improve, my bank account grow, my impact increased, our programs are more successful. I mean, our Principal Leadership Academy, that we have our Principal Leadership Academy, is is every single framework that I've ever used to improve a school. In my 20 years of education, I I have put it into a to a a one-stop digital library, a principal leadership academy, and people will buy it. And then, you know, they'll call and they're having all these troubles. Like, well, hey, did you watch that lesson on the the steps to hiring, you know, the right person every time? Or did you watch the how to, you know, know, uh, design a school culture that works? Or, you know, did you listen to the lesson and, you know, and implement the three key uh, questions to have an effective education plan? And they say, no, I haven't. Okay, well, don't call me until you have. (laughs) You got to be willing to do the work, right? Your plan will only work if you work it. I mean, 16 years ago when I went to Gamblers Anonymous and I was and I was a recovering, uh, you know, gambler, like, you know, I didn't go to that meeting and be, uh, you know, surrounded by other folks that were trying to recover gambling. Yeah, I don't know. Do you got something different, you know, besides this 12-step program? (laughs) I don't know if this 12 steps is going to work for me. Even though it's worked for millions and millions of other people. And me too, 16 years now. Don't question. Don't question. Anything that you hear from someone more successful than you. The only question you should ask them is, will you mentor me? How did you do that? How did you break this down? How did you learn that? What were some of your you know, struggles when you were implementing it? That's the only questions you should ask. Don't question them, right? Don't question them. Ask them questions. Ask them questions to learn. There's a, there's a big difference in the two, okay? So. Starting today, I want you to really take a look at all of the books and all the learning you're uh, consuming, right? And get really clear on who who's the voice. Who are the voices I'm going to listen to, right? The you know the voice for my education plan or the voice for my my uh, you know relationship plan or I mean just just pick a voice, right? Someone who's more successful in each one of these areas. Set your goals, right? And just just really become a great follower and become coachable. Because you're going to have to unlearn, you're going to have to unlearn what you've learned to be able to grow to who you want.
So I hope this message was valuable for you today. And and no matter where you're listening, if you're on our podcast, uh, please, you know, subscribe, uh, share, uh, drop a comment in, you know, give us a topic that you would like us to uh, speak on. Um, it's really, really important uh, that, that that if you feel that this was a good message that you need to, you know, uh, to hear, I'm sure there's multiple people in your life that you feel would uh, benefit as well from the message. If you want to learn more, if you want to be part of our Principal Leadership Academy and get all of the frameworks um, that, that, you know, uh, that we use to, to improve schools, go to our website, lbleaders.com. And right there at the top, you're going to see a bar that says, uh, learn more about our Principal Leadership Academy. And you can just click on that and, and you can go right there and uh, learn more. So again, thanks so much for uh, listening and, and don't forget, subscribe, share, like, because uh, my son is uh, constantly giving me a hard time every single day about not growing our followers. So help me, so help me, <laughs> so help me get my eight-year-old off my back and become coachable. Thanks everybody. Have a great day.
thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode of the principal's office podcast. There's two things I want you to do. One is if we said anything that you liked or added value to you or helped you as a leader, please share it out, like it, and make sure you subscribe so you get the notifications when the next uh, podcast is available to you. And secondly, if you want to download the study guide and the show notes and the resources like the hiring plan and the extra lessons about how you can grow yourself and grow your team as a leader, make sure you go to our website at lbleaders.com. And at the very top of the homepage, you're going to see a prompt that says, join our What Great Principles Do Differently study. Click on that and you will be able to download all of the show notes, all of the study guides, and all of the additional resources uh, that will help you be the most effective school leader. Again, make sure you uh, subscribe, make sure you share, make sure you like, and looking forward to seeing you on the next episode where we continue to talk about Todd Whitaker's What Great Principles Do Differently. Thanks, everyone.